Hello, welcome to episode one of Alter to the Muse. We're your hosts, Angie and Josh. We'd we- like to begin with a land acknowledgement. So we here are just going to think about the land that we are on. And wherever you are, think about the land and the earth that you are on. And we are going to acknowledge the earth itself, all the sentient beings, and the First Nations people of this land we sit upon. And where we are in Vermont, the First Nations people were the Wabanaki, and the mountain that we are at, the mountain our home and our studios rests at is Kaskadenak in the original Wabanaki language. And most people around here know it as Mount Escutney. So just take a moment to acknowledge the land, the earth, the sentient beings, and the first nations people of your land. Take a breath in and out. So thank you for tuning in and listening to our episode one of Alter to the Muse. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, right? It's our first podcast. We've been talking about doing this for a, a long time. Long time. And we're like, do we really want to do a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Should we? What What would we do if we did a podcast? Yeah, exactly. We'd just turn the mic on and record us talking because <laughs> we talk all the time. <laughs> yeah. So who are we? Who are these people? Right, right. So, um, so I'm Josh and I have been... Um, songwriter, a musician um, for a long, long time and have uh, spent the past 23 years teaching middle schoolers um, choral music and band music and how to write songs, how to be creative um, in their own ways um, and trying to just just give that spark that uh, I find in my life to be so rewarding and necessary and just try to inspire them to find their spark, what it is that makes them uh, really just tune in to themselves and to the world and make amazing things. And I'm Angie, and I am an artist and a teacher. I make handmade paper wall tapestries and manuscripts. They are handmade paper and mixed media uh, pieces that are rich and layered and tactile. And I've been a yoga teacher uh, for coming up on 16 years. And I practice yoga that is a hatha yoga form informed by the five elements and the natural world and i lead yoga classes and i run yoga teacher trainings and i also lead art workshops and creativity workshops and so josh and i have so much crossover in what we do and we're always talking about art and creativity and music and how everything is all connected We chat in the car when we're driving to various places about these things. We chat around dinner. We chat before bed. We'll chat in the morning. And we thought, what if we just turned on the mic and recorded it? So Mm -hmm. clearly, we're a married couple. Yeah. We actually were (laughs) high school sweethearts. uh, And we've been married for, 
we're coming up on 23 years. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Yeah, yeah, 23 years. Um, we've been been together. I, I want to say 30 yes, years as a, a couple, so we 30 <laughs> something years. Um, yeah, I, actually, that's that's one of the things that uh, that we we I think first really figured out about each other was how to how to give each other creative space, creative autonomy, but also how to be creative supporters. Yeah, you know, to uh, to prop up each other. Um, creatively so that when we could be each other's first listeners, first watchers, first viewers, first reader. <laughs> I'd say, hey, could you help me title this piece? And and Josh would sit there and come up with a list of titles. And so, yeah, a lot of the pieces that I make, if you see the titles, he he's, he's actually, <laughs> he's my first titler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. I, I hadn't thought about that. But yeah. I'm thinking back to when we had our first apartment right out of college. Actually, I was still in college, finishing up my last year, and we had this tiny two-bedroom apartment <laughs> in Canaan, New Hampshire, and we needed two bedrooms. Like, we knew it was just the two of us and our cats, but we knew, knew we needed two bedrooms because one of the bedrooms had to be the studio. Yeah. Um, and so when we got this little apartment... Uh, we took the little bedroom <laughs> that right. basically just had the bed and you could barely walk around it and the bigger room, which would have given us plenty of space in a bedroom, we yeah. used for our yoga, our, mm. our, our art making studios yes. and music studios. And the little funny confession I have is that I had the whole room and Josh had the closet. Yeah, yeah, was, yes. Was, <laughs> we, Angie was, uh, Angie made, as a handmade paper artist um, requires a, a, a lot more space than I do as a musician. Um, but believe it or not, I, what, what I did in the closet, it was, a, it was kind of a, a fairly, it wasn't really a large closet, but it was a deep enough closet that I built shelves and I, I had all of my recording equipment, my keyboard, my piano, my guitar amp, and my guitars. And I could just stand in front of the closet and I could record while she was making art. <laughs> and, it, and it worked because everything I was doing was basically, uh, it wasn't out loud recording, it was lined recording. And, um, and then it, if I had to sing, then it, then, you know, she would go into another place and I could, I could sing and not be totally embarrassed. But, um, but yeah, that that that's that's the funny thing about our apartment is that actually the biggest room in the space was was our studio. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> I was good that you were in the closet too because I was painting a lot with oil paints at yeah. that time too. I also worked on canvas and board, and we could just close the closet and all your equipment would be protected yeah. from my <laughs> from my paints. <laughs> yeah, and, and and if I needed to, if I needed to like practice classical guitar music, so I just go down to the living room. Actually, one of my favorite memories is uh, I was working on a I was working on a, a prelude by uh, Antonio Loro, and I was I was, it was just a, it's a short piece, probably two minutes. And I remember remember you coming down the stairs and saying, "That's really beautiful. You should do a recital of that piece." And I was like, "Just this piece? <laughs> it's a pretty short recital." <laughs> But but that was that was the thing. It was like those words. Yes, I should do a recital. And next thing you know, yeah, you were booking libraries was, yeah. and venues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just yeah. yeah, just playing. And it was it's that and or oh, these are beautiful pieces. You should book a show. You never had a problem 
sort of pushing yourself to do. No. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why, you know, we thought of this podcast because we've supported each other so deeply in our creative pursuits. And we understand how essential it is to have somebody who believes in what you do and make and what your vision is and that can be there when you're, you know, busting through the wrong notes or yeah. and repeating the same thing over and over and over again. But it's okay because you understand the creative process. Yeah. But so many people don't have that. Mm-hmm. They don't have somebody who can support them. So that is our whole intention with this is to hold the space, to have the discussions for people of any creative pursuit, uh, to have community, to know that there are other people out there who support you and want you to keep making the thing you're making and understand that it's not always going to be perfect and pretty, but that with the support and the promise to keep going on, that you're going to make beautiful things and important things that the world needs. And we want to hold that space. And that's really the entire intention of this podcast yeah and that i i think that is a really great place to bring us to the name of it that we we call this podcast alter to the muse and just the the, those words to us just have a really really important and kind of deep meaning and that an altar is really a sacred space it's a place where you 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 may um, make an offering. You maybe you kneel before. Maybe you 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 decorate and 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 light candles and incense and you you do important sacred things in front of an altar, with an altar, and um, and that uh, the muse is that. Ethereal essence that I like to think of it as that that invisible, ever present force that's just flowing around all of us, and that this um, and that, that every day we are basically offering ourselves. To the muse. Yeah, I think I love that. I love that the way you said that ethereal force is that that muse is the thing that wakes you up in the morning and with all those ideas, you know, that just sort of pop in there. And we have a choice to to follow that or to brush it to the side or to get too wrapped up in the mundane everyday tasks of our life. Uh, to not follow the muse. And so we wanted to create a space where there was an altar to the muse where you could stop and go, wait a minute. I heard that voice and it was important. And I'm going to put that voice up on a pedestal because an altar is really like a podium or a pedestal or something that's lifted a little higher up off the ground uh, that has a, a place of importance. And so when the muse is on the altar, then your whole life is centered around creative process and creative practice. And we, in our home, in our we have daughters who, who also uh, have the, these creative pursuits who've grown up with that in their lives. It's so essential and important in our life that we want to share that that altar to the muse with all of you. So that leads us to how we used to do kirtan, which is a sacred practice from India that involves the repetition and call and response of mantra, 
which are... Uh, well, it's really the names of God is what... Yes. Uh, we're repeating what the mantras are all about in the kirtan practice is... The kirtan is from the bhakti yoga mm-hmm. movement. It's, it's a form of yoga that is about devotion, devotion to the divine. And so that's so infused in our thinking around creativity that as part of why we were drawn to the kirtan practice is that connection to the divine in combination with uh, creativity and music and singing and community. Yeah, and and you know, and the other thing too is that we were we would parallel create for a really long time. Like you would be making your art, I'd be making our music, and and they never intersected. They were always supported. It was always, but it was parallel. When kirtan happened, we intersected. Yeah, and it became a collaborative effort. And I think that I miss it. Yeah, that collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. I think you miss the collaborative effort. And um, and so doing this is a way for us to collaborate artistically yeah. uh, again um, in, in a way that, uh, that we can also create a space for others to feel that same support that we give each other, you know, that we can, we can pass that. Yeah. And give that to, mm-hmm. to others. Because the community was such an essential component of the kirtan practice. You That's know, right. we would sit together and think about a mantra that was important to us or resonated for some reason. And then Josh was the music muse. And he would uh, think up the melody and the, the notes and the rhythm. Uh, and then I would come back in and and we'd work on that a little bit. And I might... I might have a thought or two, and, and we'd weave that in. And and it really was a co-creation on our end. And then we brought our co-creation to the Kirtan community. And in that space, with everybody else who came, they would also add into that co-creation. So we love the idea of, of everybody coming together in that act of creativity. And I, I think, you know, for me, that is such a key part of why we want to do this um, Alter to the Muse. Um, why it, it's been kind of speaking to me. And it was kind of funny uh, how this is even happening at all. We haven't really been able to drive alone for a long time. It's, our daughters have been learning to drive. Right. And so they need to drive. And so they're constantly... Asking, you know, can can we drive the car? Can I need to practice? And we used to actually go out on like mini dates. Oh yeah, car all, rides yes. all the time. All the time, every Monday night, in fact. Yeah, when <laughs> when you know we were in COVID world and we had in person yoga, we would drive together. It was like a date, a date night for us. But we taught a yoga class, and Josh played music in the yoga class. Yeah, yeah that was the other aspect of our co creation. Yeah. That, that, um, that we're missing because there's no in-person yoga and, and right. live music and yoga doesn't work on Zoom. Right. So we we really haven't had a lot of time to be in the car together to talk because everybody wants to drive. And, you know, we still talk, but it's different when it's just the two of us. So we were finally in the car, just the two of us. And we were talking about, I don't even remember how it began, but we were talking about missing kirtan and one and i think maybe i maybe did i bring it up like 
What yeah. would it be like to hold a circle? Right. You were like, what if we, what if we had, uh, so act, here's how it began is really what, <laughs> what happened is, is we were talking about how well, we have friends who are songwriters and, um, and we have friends who we used to go to their house and do a sing along. Yeah, and we thought, ago. wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be great if we were able to invite people over and we were able to share songs and we could sing along or we could listen or people could share their artwork or share their poetry or share the first chapter of the book they're writing or anything like the Fimo clay thing they made or the, the knitting they did or whatever it was that you were excited about that you made with your hands or your and your heart yeah, and that we could, and the, and then we started thinking. We started thinking about well, yeah, and remember we used to do that with Kirtan. That people would come and we'd have this community, and everyone would sing, and it was really felt wonderful. And that could be a piece of it. That there could be that piece of it where everybody sings, because we think actually everyone needs to sing. We think that that's something that that is lost yeah. in today's world. That not enough people sing and not enough people sing in a group. Well, the thing is, is people sing, but they think that they have to be a singer to sing. Yes. Yes. Or they think that they have to be in a chorus to sing and they think they have to have rehearsal to sing. Right. And and that's what this podcast is all about. The whole idea of altar to the muse is that creativity is a sacred right. Yes. Like you have the right to be creative. It is in your DNA, it's in your bones, and however you can access it, it's gonna help you to feel complete and connected to all that is. And that's what Kirtan did. People would come to Kirtan and sing from their hearts, and they didn't know what the words meant, <laughs> and they were maybe think, I had never sang out loud in my life, but something about this is makes me feel like everything is all right. Doesn't matter what's going on in my life or the world, but when I'm here singing, that all falls away. And we miss that so much. Yeah, yeah, that's it, exactly. And, and we know that that experience in just Kirtan excludes an awful lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a sacred practice in the Hindu tradition of India and we want to respect that space for it. It's part of why we, we stepped away from it, uh, was to give it that respect. Exactly. And we know that that is also so essential and important for people to feel supported. So we were like, how can we hold a space that's like that, but is inclusive to people of any denomination, of, of any creative ability? And that's what this space is about. That's what we want these discussions on the podcast to be about. But in addition to the podcast, we want to hold space. We want to have some kind of community space where we access that again. Yeah. So in addition to this podcast where Josh and I just sit and sort of go on these long talks about <laughs> these things that inspire us, we also want to hold space through live meetings. And right now, because we are on January 30th, 2021, 
we're in the midst of COVID. So these meetings will be online via Zoom. And we still very much want people to feel like they can come to this Zoom meeting and share their work, be supported, have uh, an opportunity to sing, sing with people, even if they're not able to hear everybody that's singing, it's still, there's a, a, a community that is built from doing that. And we want to have that space be created and we didn't want to wait yeah. for COVID to give us, to go away so that we could do this. Right. That we felt there was an immediacy to this that we needed to start. And so after our conversation in the car. We bought a domain name. <laughs> actually, while we were in the car, we bought the domain name, um, Alter to the Muse. And um, we started plotting what this was going to look like. And so that's how we are here sitting in front of these microphones <laughs> right now. So that's what we want to put out for all of you is that when you sign up on our website, altertothemuse.com, you, you have to actually sign up with your email. What we'll give you is the monthly link to that meeting. And in the meeting, we are holding space. So we'll have a loose theme or direction for each meeting that we'll open with some discussion. And then we want to see what you're doing. We want to see and hear and be with whatever it is that you're making and you're doing. And we might share what we're doing, uh, but we also want to know what's inspiring you, what's pulling you, what what passions you have that you need to, to manifest. And if we can hold that space, a safe space where you have a, a reason to make something and to share it with people, then, then that's really what this uh, work that we have here is all about. So future episodes, you know, we hope to talk about different ideas around creativity, creative process, share stories. You know, we, we want this to be a sacred space in a way. That's the whole point of Altar to the Muse. So we might look back to some ancient stories about who are the muses, what is a muse, uh, and, and share some of that in these episodes. We might talk about whatever we're working on artistically and musically. You know, we might we might talk about what what it means to be a um, supportive partner when it comes to living with somebody who is uh, a, maybe starting down a path of opening up more creativity in their life, and um, how how to how to be that support network for them so that they um, so that they feel empowered to create um, yeah that's so important that support is so important and so essential so if you don't have that person in your life that's what this is for that's what this podcast is for that's what our monthly meetings are for to hold that space for you yeah and and even if you do have that person <laughs> yeah. in your life <laughs> bring uh, them with you bring them with you because the more people who are supporting each other, the better, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think that um, having a community of people that you can count on to be able to 
not just appreciate what you do, but to also um, give you that appreciation and um, and 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 actual ears and eyes and open heart um, is is so necessary. I think it's necessary in all times, but maybe especially in this time. Yeah. When, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I really feel like um, this is a blessing to be able to do this. Yeah. To be in a in a in a position where we are are um, able to put something like this together, and we hope that you join us. Yeah. So visit our our new website. It's altertothemuse.com. And when you sign up, it's completely free. We want this to be free. We do have a donation button, but that's that's just there because why not? <laughs> well, it's, it's there because if you can donate, then awesome. Right. But you don't but have to. But you don't to, have to. Right. It's, it's totally free. You just sign up with your email. And when we'll send the link out through the email... Uh, for the online meetings. Right now they're online. We would love at some point down the road to hold in-person meetings in our studio, sort of a, a gather around some soup and bread and and share our songs and our visions. And until we can do that in person, we why not just do it online the best that we can? So when you sign up, altertothemuse.com, uh, we'll, we'll start that rolling with you. You can be a part of our, our 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 founding group. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. So, so with that, you know, we we wish you well. We hope to to play hope, and create with you. Yeah, we hope that we get to meet you. So, um, definitely join us on this adventure. Yeah. So, you know. Be well. Peace to you. All right. Let's go create. Okay. (laughs) You have been listening to Alter to the Muse podcast, a production of Jai Studios, LLC. Visit us at altertothemuse.com for more.